Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to BREELnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. So when I was a kid, I grew up with the next generation. I loved the next generation. And my dad really liked it too. It was the one thing my dad and I had. We would like watch the next generation together all the time. And he grew up with the original series. And occasionally reruns of the original series would be on. And as a kid, I would watch it with him. I fucking hated the original series. I thought it was so lame, so stupid. And he and I used to get in fights about it. And I thought the next generation was the greatest thing ever. So, well, then fast forward, Deep Space Nine came out, and I never liked Deep Space Nine. I never got into it. Then Voyager came out. <coughs> Voyager's not very good, but okay. I enjoyed it. I liked Voyager. I like was into Voyager. I watched it. It holds a special place in my heart. I guess you could call it a guilty <coughs> pleasure of mine, but I like Voyager. Enterprise was terrible. I could oh, never, yeah. I could never get into it. Well, now that I'm older, I still love The Next Generation. It, it is my childhood. But I've gone back, and I've watched some reruns of the original series. It's not bad. Like, I think to myself, I'm like, wow, you were such a dick as a kid. Like, this is a good show. Well, So what I did, Adam, I'm like, maybe you were being that way toward Deep Space Nine and Enterprise. So I since <laughs> I went back and I tried to watch some Deep Space Nine. And it still sucks. So I didn't even try Enterprise. But I like the original series now. Still not as much as The Next Generation. But I do like the original series. I've given it a chance in my old age, and I enjoy it. Yeah, I I always liked Voyager. I always enjoyed it a lot. I didn't think it was one of the better ones. DS9, the whole Prophet storyline didn't really grab me. I was like, it's, it's dumb. I don't like it. It's stupid. Whatever. Enterprise, it... It started with the opening thing you saw, and it just kept going downhill from there. So, if for those of you just joining into us, we are talking about our thoughts on we're, we're revisiting the Orville thought because Scott has watched the first episode of Star Trek Discovery, and I'm re- I'm reiterating what I said before, what a lot of people in a lot of other podcasts have said, uh, which kind of agree with what I'm saying. Orville is the Star Trek show that you want now. Because it's got no overarching story. It's basically space adventure with, you know, I don't want to say average everyday people because obviously you got to be smart to be on a starship. But it's like, you know, real people, you know, like the real nitty gritty kind of people, like the kind of people like if Scott and I were on, you know, the Starship Enterprise and we were listening to all that stuff going in the background, we'd be the guys sitting there at the front. See that you see that dog licking his balls in the background. That's kind of weird, isn't it? I'd be your superior officer. You think so, do you? Who okay. What what would you want to be? If you could have if you were any position in Starfleet, what would you be? Um You better a, not take that's mine. A, that's a good question. You want to be like pilot or something like that. No? You you go first. Let me let me think let me think about that for a second, because you already have yours down. You go first. I want to be I want to be best. I want to control the transporter. I want to be Chief O'Brien. Really? I want to be that. That's what I want to be. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You are disassembling and reassembling human beings molecule by molecule. <clears throat> like, you could just fuck up and murder people. Every single time you put your... It was always a thumb in the middle finger. Every single time you put your thumb, yeah, finger, that thumb on the panel, in the middle finger and you roll up, <clears throat> as you're rolling up, you just whisper, I could kill you right now. Like, that's, that's what I would do. And I mean, it's not like the end all. Like, if the fucking Romulans attack and the, and the, the bridge staff is there and they gotta, I'm still in the transporter room. Yeah. I just got, I'm ready. If you need somebody beamed, I'm ready. Yeah. Other than that, that's on you. There's no complicated, yeah. like, we need a theory how to get through their shields. Okay. Let's do some quick math. You're just like, well, if you need me, I'll be down here with my thumb and th- uh, middle finger ready to go. That's what I would be. Um, I think I would take Counselor Troy's job. I would be ship's counselor. Okay. I'd be ship's counselor. Because, wait, think about it. Like, being a counselor, I mean, when you really stop and think about it, not to insult the profession, but it's not that hard. You're basically like, well, how do you feel about that? Like, what do you think about that? Like, how does, how does it make you feel? But you also have a position on the bridge. 
So like you can be there with the action, but you're not responsible for the lives of everybody. You're basically like just backseat, like watching everything. So I think I might be that. He's like looking for the the perfect carton of eggs. Yeah, exactly. if your job was that meaningless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like just being a counselor on a starship is no different than being a counselor in a high school. You have a pointless, stupid job. Yeah. It would either be it would either be that or like second to like Worf. Like not not security not chief. Worf. Not security chief. Just one down from security chief. Vice security yeah. chief. Yeah. Okay. So I'd have a little bit of power, but I wouldn't be responsible for like, you know, making sure we stay alive. They couldn't be blamed for anything at the end. I I pegged you for like I don't know. Captain? A 10-forward bartender or something. <laughs> Do I look like a bartender I to you? you? I don't know. I'm going like, to be Guinan. Yeah, I'm going to be Guinan. Guinan or, I don't know, maybe Quark? I don't know. <laughs> no, you know what I'm... I want to be... You remember the episode in the last season whenever they wanted... They were showing, like, a lot of, like, the lower tier ensigns and things like that and it was like kind of a story about them i'm i'm the i'm the bartender that's like oh you guys are gonna go stay and stuff like that i'm gonna go to the uh the senior staff and go play poker with them i'm that guy that's who i am hey will how's it going you can't call him will he's the commander i'm not in starfleet and call him wherever the fuck i want so adam we're back we're back another beautiful day so last last Show you got a little bit. Uh, I mean, if we want to revisit that, I was. You got a little bit rowdy. Yeah. Um. You drank. drank you, I drank a lot of wine. You drank an entire <coughs> bottle of yellowtail sangria, and it was the big bottle too. Like this, we're drinking wine right now, a little bit, and it's the Sweet Walter red wine. We're sipping a little bit of this, but it's like one of those like normal regular bottle. I like an industrial sized bottle that I brought with me last and, time, and we had Laura and Zach on the show as our guests again, and. Laura, Zach, and I, I asked them, I was like, did you guys have any of that wine? They're like, no. None of us drank any of it. Not even a sip. <laughs> you drank the entire thing yourself. And when you get drunk, you talk about wieners. No. You, you, first of all, I wasn't. Go back and first listen. All, you talk about wieners. No, I'm going to explain that. First of all, I wasn't drunk. All right? Because wine doesn't do that to me. I drank an entire bottle of wine last night. Wine doesn't do that to me. I wasn't drunk last night. Because wine is great, and wine can get you drunk. But you gotta drink a fuck ton of wine for it to get you drunk. Like you gotta drink a seriously large amount of wine. It's it's great, but it's not enough to really get most people toasted. I disagree. Like, I get hammered off of wine. I've I don't think I've ever been hammered off wine. I, I'd have to drink I, like a bottle and a half just to be drunk. Like, I could drink <clears throat> less wine than I do beer. Now that doesn't mean that I wasn't like almost there. I was almost drunk were you brisk i was very brisk okay i was very brisk very almost i wasn't toasted but i was like i was like you gotta you gotta push the toast down one more time to get me toasted i was, I was that you know on a you, scale you, of tipsy to blackout you I, were i was i was like on the lower end of like the upper upper scale of tipsy lower end of blackout like before <laughs> drunk before drunk but like still like still out there but like it was like I said like a bunch of times. You did was, like, like, I was just yeah. going to call you out on yeah. it, too. It was more along the lines like of... like a sixth grade girl. Yeah, it, I, I'm i in college right now with a bunch of young people. You have no idea how many times I hear like all the time. Um, but it was more along the lines of... We had Laura on the show. We had Zach on the show. We were having fun. I had a lot of notes for things like topic conversation either I heard or I heard on other podcasts. Like, for example, the sexting and the dick pics and things like that. And it was meant to be like originally like just bring it up but like oh hey, you know have you, have, you ever, have you ever experienced that like have you ever you know taken a dick pic but then i figured we were having fun we were laughing i was like i'll just blur out there let's just, let's just go hard with it so <clears throat> if you have to explain myself which i don't really think i have to we had fun it was a funny episode and we also want to apologize uh you've been a busy man with school and work <laughs> The shows have not been coming out as regular, and we apologize to our fans who are clamoring for their their dose of FYD every week. Yeah. We get the shows out. We, we didn't miss any weeks. We're just a little bit... A little we, the royal we. The royal we. You, Adam, because yeah. you're the one who does the editing and the posting, and you've been busy, so... Yeah. I've, been, I've, been, I've been a busy, busy beaver. Busy, busy guy. You know, it's, it's, it's a little tough, and no offense, but podcast takes a back burner to the shit that i'm doing now so i'll get him out there just not always correctly on time 
So you brought it up. We're drinking wine. A little bit. A little bit of wine. Just got to give a shout out to it. It's the Sweet Walter Red Wine, cellared and bottled by the Bully Hill Vineyards. Bully? Hammondsport in Steuben County, New York. It's good. It's good. I'm not I'm not as big of a wino as you, but wine is great. But we also have the beer of the show. So while we're talking about beverages, let's do it. Crack beer it of the open. show. Yes, sir. The beer of the show is, is $2.19. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the name of it. The Hibernation Ale. It is an English-style old ale f- from the Great Divide Brewing Company in Denver, Colorado. So, we just cracked it open. Yeah. Let's give a let's give a taste of the beer of the show. It's got a great smell to it, in my opinion. Um, for my taste, it's a little bit too bitter. It's just a little bit too bitter for my taste. Um, but, you know, that's kind of what you get with these. Um... Definitely tastes like a hint of coffee. Uh, definitely tastes like... I don't like, like coffee. I think, though, if this beer was not as bitter, I'd enjoy it a lot more, though. Because um, I'm not... As we all know, I'm not the most uh, heaviest lover of bitter flavor. But, right, given that, I would have to say it's about a, about, about an average. A little above average. You know? Okay. It's, 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 it's an above average beer. I, I'd say, you know, give it a try. Okay, I I enjoy this beer. So it's the Hibernation Ale, and it's it's definitely a winter beer. Oh yeah, definitely. It's and it's not quite winter yet. I mean, you can almost uh, tell it's a winter beer by the guy that's skiing on the front of the can. But besides that, well, the front of the can, it's a blue, it's a baby blue, a Carolina blue can with sky blue with white. Uh, looks like a silhouette of trees. And there is a gentleman, a silhouette of a gentleman in dark blue. Looks like he's alpine skiing or cross-country skiing, downhill skiing, if those trees snow are- skiing of some sort. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's quite good. It's quite good beer. A little bit earthy. Some earthy tones to it. <clears throat> it does have some bitter from the hops. Can I which, ask you, what does earthy mean? Um, I definitely, the malts. The malts are okay. Almost like a hint of pine, I, I taste. I didn't taste that. I do. But then again, like I said, the bitter is really overpowering for me. So, like, I am I taste the coffee, but I can't taste I do taste, I else. taste a hint of coffee, but it's not overpowering no. coffee. I think it's mainly just for color, <clears throat> because it is a darker beer. Um, maybe like a caramel color. Yeah, it's We're, not too dark. I didn't bring dark. I didn't bring pint glasses. So we're drinking out of the can. So it's kind of hard to see. We we had glasses, but we used the wine in it. So I enjoy this beer and I am going to give it a 4 out of 5. Old English styles are one of my favorites. My uncle who is a home brewer makes an English style ale, uh, a brown like a nut and it is so good. This isn't quite as good as his, but I still like it a lot. So four out of five for me. Four out of five. Pal. <coughs> Sounds good. So you've got a bitter beer and you've got a sweet wine. Maybe if you put a little bit of both in your mouth and swish it around at the same time, it'll counteract. and It'll counteract and then come back up my esophagus onto the table. I don't yes. know. Give, yes. give as I throw up from disgust of mixing wine and beer. Yes, sir. So, I mentioned that I was in school. I've got another French class story. As I've said before, I'm significantly, not, I'm not going to say significantly, but I'm at least almost a decade older than a lot of the students that I'm in school with. And in French class, she's one of those kind of teachers that likes us to get in groups, uh, to do, to do stuff that we're going to say out loud. It's a kind of work that we could do, like, not in groups, but for whatever reason she wants us to get in groups. I don't understand it, but fine, whatever. <coughs> we were reading out of the book, and we were practicing saying some sentences. We were going to say it out loud. And it, once again, they were sentences about celebrities. Last time it was like, you know, Lady Gaga's on the list, and LeBron James, and things like that. This time it was like, you know, Steve Carell's on the list, or, you know, I think it was like it was like a sentence about Steve Carell, the way to say. And... I was like, oh, that's cool. I like Steve Carell. And as I'm working with, like, I have, like, 
a partner with me and we're sitting next to a bunch of other people and stuff like that. The girl I'm with, she's like, she's like, think about it, like, like, I, I, like, who's, who's Steve Carell? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, did you say The Office? No, I'm sorry. It wasn't Steve Carell. It was Ben Stiller. It was Ben Stiller. I'm oh, about. it's Ben, ben Stiller. Stiller. It's Ben Stiller I'm talking well, about. Um, she was like, who's Ben Stiller? Like, so I, wait, I can't so remember wait. who Ben Stiller is. Was Steve Carell an option and Ben there. Stiller? I'm getting, uh, I'm okay. getting to why I mentioned Steve Carell. Okay. Um, she was like, it was like, I can't remember who Ben Stiller, who's Ben Stiller. Like, I looked at her, I was like, did you ever watch Meet the Fuckers? Uh, you ever, like, The Night at the Museum? Those kind of Meet movies? Meet the Parents? Yeah. Well, Meet the Fuckers is what I think of because Fuckers is a funny name. So, it was a sequel. But, but Meet the Parents was first. But don't, but when I, but I'm, you, you, you. Wait, I'm trying to think. Have I ever seen Meet the Fockers? Oh yeah, yeah, I have. It's, it's the one where you meet his parents. Yeah, yeah, and they were in the they were in the RV or whatever. It's good. It's funny. Not, not as good. Not as. But good. Meet the Parents, the original, I think is better. Yes. And anyway. Meet the Fockers. Is there a third one? <coughs> no, I don't think there. Little is. Fockers. Yeah, there is. Oh sh. That sucked. Was it? Yeah, I, it I, didn't, I don't. I didn't even see it. Little Fockers sucked. But, uh, yeah, okay, continue. I'm sorry for interjecting. But, there. no, I was saying that, I was mentioning that, and, well, I didn't mention Night at the Museum, I was mentioning that, and the other girl was like, oh, is he the guy from Night at the Museum? I was like, yeah, yeah, that's him, that's what we're talking about. And then this other girl, like, this other girl that was, uh, like, two deaths over from us was like, oh, yeah, like. Was she hot? She had big tits? I couldn't answer that question. Well, why are you in school? <laughs> You gotta remember, I, I'm I'm almost a decade older than these people. I don't want to be the creepy old guy in class. I don't want to be that guy. So, she was she was a lovely young lady. Is what I'm gonna say. She was a yo- lovely young woman. Anyway, she was like, "Oh yeah, wasn't wasn't he the guy from the office?" And I'm like, "Wait, what? Did I miss an episode where Ben Stiller like guest star in the office?" And everybody was like, "Yeah, I think that's what she was." I was like, "What? You're thinking of you're you're thinking of Steve Carell?" And they were like. Oh yeah, Steve Carell. I get them mixed up all the time. And then she was like, "Like yeah, he like Steve Carell. Yeah, he was in Fifty First Dates." And I'm like, "Wait, you're you're now you're talking about Adam Sandler?" And she's oh, like, "Man, oh yeah, is is that that is that who that is, Adam Sandler?" Then I'm like, "Am I old? Like, do these people not know who Steve Carell, Adam Sandler, and and uh, Ben Stiller? Do they mix these people up? Like, I'm sitting here in a French class having to teach these people pop culture." Like I'm like I mean I'm guess compared to these guys I'm the one to do it. Forget for, so the size of our tits doesn't matter at this point. They're uncultured swines. And you don't need that anymore. Like life. I almost want to stop the French and be like, we're gonna have a pop culture lesson here real quick, okay? You can we'll we'll mix some French into it so we can count this as a class. But can we let's let's just have an IMDb See, lesson. This is this is truly what's wrong with our country. People are uncultured. This is how Donald Trump got elected. These people. Yeah, the people that don't know pop culture, but they want to learn French. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with people? I don't know. I was, I was, I, I actually had a moment where I was thinking to myself, like, am I like, like I can't, like this, this can't be an age thing. This can't be like I'm older than them thing. Like it can't be that because Adam Sandler is in some movies today. Steve Carell is still popular today. Ben Stiller, I'm sure he's doing stuff. So. Like, Doing butt stuff, I, maybe, yeah. And I'm like, I almost, I almost pulled the. There's something about Mary card when I was talking about Ben Sober. Like, there's, there's no, no way, there's no way they no know about something way. about Mary. I'd have to explain Cameron Diaz to these people at that point. It's like I'd have to bring up Shrek or something. Like, and then you have to bring in Matt Dillon and just forget it. Yeah, and, and then I got to bring up um um fuck, I can't remember his name. Uh, uh third third rock from the sun. John Lithgow? Yeah, John, I'd have to bring up John Lithgow because he played... Uh, uh, John Lithgow's in that movie? In Shrek? Oh, I thought you were talking about something about Mary. No, but I was saying like I'd have to bring up Shrek to describe Cameron Diaz, and then at that point I'd have to go into John Lithgow. And then... John Lithgow was the voice of Lord Farquaad, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Which he's going to be in a new movie. that You know the, uh, the Will Ferrell, uh, what's-his-name what's Transformers 4 guy? Why can't I remember his name? Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark? Yeah, Marky Mark. You know the Will Ferrell come on, Mark come Wahlberg on. movie they did? Feel uh, the vibrations. Or it's like he's the dad and then and Will Ferrell is a stepdad. Well, the, there's a sequel coming out. Apparently he's at the end the of that dad. movie, yeah. uh, they got together and they were like, oh, we're best buds. We'll just be dads together, you know, and I'll be married to your ex-wife and shit like that. But we'll, we'll work it out. Well, now their dads are coming to town and yeah. uh, John Lithgow is Will Ferrell's dad and they're like a, a weird, have like a weird relationship. Isn't Mel Gibson... Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Mark Wahlberg's dad. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. I didn't see the first one though, so I don't know if it. I didn't watch it either. I didn't. I don't want to watch it. I don't think. Even though I love Will Ferrell, I I think I still don't want to watch it. Yeah, I still don't want to watch it either. So, (laughs) after Transformers Four and Mark Wahlberg playing the role he played in there, I don't like Mark Wahlberg anymore. Even though I do like the other guys, which starred Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell as well. Come on, come on. Feel the vibrations. Was that Marky Mark? Yes, it was. And I never knew that was Marky Mark. <laughs> never knew that. <clears throat> so speaking of movies, we were talking about this a minute ago. It got me thinking here. Movies that sequels we like more <laughs> than the original. So this is a thing, Adam. I've often thought about this. If a movie is good enough to warrant a sequel, meaning people liked it, it made the studio money, or it was just all around popular, they make sequels. I'd have to say nine times out of ten, the sequels suck. They say it started with Jaws 2. That's when it first started this trend. Because Which Jaws is a fantastic movie. Jaws 2 is absolutely From garbage. what I hear, Jaws is a fantastic Jaws movie. Jaws is even better than According Alien. According to the rumor, uh, Jaws is a fantastic movie. According to legend, legend tales of a movie about a shark that you never see. But Chief it's scary. Hooper drives the boat. <laughs> so, no, I was watching, uh, not not to cut you off, we'll get back to it, but I was watching a screen junk and they, they do a thing called Movie Fights. And they did one live at Comic-Con and they had one of their hosts versus Kevin Smith versus Elijah Wood. On there, and they had the. They were talking about like what movie, like if you could erase any movie from the uh, existence, what would you erase? And the one dude was like, "I'd erase Jaws too, because it's the one that started this trend of like, oh, the first one was great. Let's just make a knockoff sequel just to make some money. That was not great. So, from what I understand, Jaws two started that trend. That anyway. very well could be true. I don't know if that's accurate. I'll have to check the. <clears throat> we'll have to check we'll have to our, fact check us on that. We'll but check uh, our intern, intern, get on that. It very well could be true because. Jaws came out in 1975, and it's known as the first, I'm using air quotes here, listeners, blockbuster. It was the first summer blockbuster that we still have those now. So that very well could be true. I love the movie Jaws. But that doesn't fit into the category because the sequel sucked. And there were several Jaws movies. But I was thinking about movies that were good enough to spawn sequels, that the sequels were actually good. That we enjoy. I guess it don't even have to be good. I want to know what you think, Adam, of a movie that is a sequel that you enjoyed more than the original. More it, than the original. Yes, it doesn't. Not ha- just as good. More than. More you you enjoyed it more. Doesn't okay. have to be better than. That's fine. I, I get it. Doesn't have to be better. That's how I made my list too. I just you enjoyed it more than the original. So it's clarifying. a complete opinion piece, and it can be. I. I was thinking more along the lines of direct sequels, like part one and then part two. And part two, you enjoyed more than part one. We could do that. But I guess you could do all of them. If I it's got, like a saga or a series, you can go. I made, I made enough on my list where I could do that oh. if we want to do that. So okay. that's fine. You, you want like, to I could start off. Um, I guess my... Fr- By the way, pull the curtain back a little bit. Like Scott just told me about this like two hours ago. So I, they're in no particular order. Um... I can't say whether my first one I pick is number five or number one. Do you want one. to go bounce back and forth? Yes, we're just okay. going to bounce back and forth. But you go first. So, Chris's Vacation. Okay. I'd say Chris's Vacation is far, far superior to the original National Lampoon's Vacation. So you think it's better, or do you just enjoy it more? I just enjoy it more. Okay. I got a lot of nostalgia for that movie. I got it's, it's just Whether it's funnier than the first one, I, I don't know if I really want to make that comparison, but I have a lot of nostalgia. It's... The one movie, it's like the one of the movies to watch. Some people have, um, uh, what's the movie called? Christmas Story that they watch on Christmas. Yeah. I have Christmas Vacation that I watch on Christmas. That's that's my tradition on Christmas. Every literally every single Christmas, I feel like that's a movie that I have to watch. It doesn't matter. That and um, Scrooged, two movies I got to watch on Christmas no With matter Bill what. Bill Murray yes. Scrooge. Yeah. Bill Murray Scrooge. So I just I just enjoy. It. I love it. Okay, I I thoroughly in, enjoy Christmas Vacation, and it too for me is a movie I have to watch at <clears> least <throat> once every Christmas season. And it, Kristen, is one of her favorite movies of all time. My wife, Kristen, but I have to say that I enjoy the original Vacation movie 
more than Christmas Vacation. Although, That's fine. It's like I yeah. said. It's like I said. It's a nostalgia thing. I, right. I watched Christmas Vacation before I watched the first one, and I didn't watch the first one until like years later. So, all right, we'll go to mine. And my first one is kind of a two-parter. Already, che- my already answer, cheating. Already cheating. No, my answer is Mad Max: The Road Warrior. As you know, Mad Max. And you was want to f- pick Fury Road as another one? Well, right? yes, I do because that's something worth talking about. There's four films in this in this saga. Mad Max is the first movie, which is a very good movie. I like Mad Max, but then Mad Max Two: The Road Warrior came out, which was even better. It was so freaking good. Mad Max Three: Beyond Thunderdome, not a very good movie. I like it. Again, <clears throat> guilty pleasure, bad movie. But then they completely outdid themselves. Mad Max Fury Road, which is the, the newest one, I think is the best of all of them, which is really hard to do. I thought about putting Fury Road on my list because I really enjoyed it, but then I remembered I can't I can't in all good conscience do that because I never watched any of the other Mad Max You've movies. You've never seen any of them. No, I never oh, did. Oh, they're all good, man. Never I never watched Mad them all, Max. So uh, But I like I like if I had to put them in order, I would say Fury Road number one. Road Warrior number two, Mad Max number three. Then Fury Road has to be your pick for this list. It's, I guess. It's, it's but, your, then that's your pick for this but, list. But I like Road, Road Warrior was the direct sequel to Mad Max, and it I like more than. If that. you had to pick one, Fury Road. It's got there be, you go. Gotta Fury be, Road is your pick. Excellent, excellent movie. Fury Road is then your pick. Um, let's move on to me, I suppose. Uh, once again, no particular order. The Dark Knight. Dark Knight, the sequel to Batman Begins. Far superior, in my opinion, to Batman Begins. Not that I don't enjoy it, but it's it introduces one of the best the best versions of Joker we've ever seen. Um, I would say uh, just it's almost like a crime thriller because it's got a Batman. Bruce Wayne has to figure out like what Joker's next move is. He's got to try to track down Joker. He's got to try to figure things out. It's not just a mindless action flick, although there is a lot of really great action. Um, <clears throat> It's just all around, I think, an all around superior movie to Batman Begins. Have you seen all three films of the I have, Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale, Batman? I have the Dark Knight trilogy box set. Bar- okay. My mother got it for me for Christmas. Rank them one, two, three. Dark Knight. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say guilt. It may very, your opinion may vary. You may be calling me bullshit. I'm gonna say Dark Knight Rises above Batman Begins. Mainly because I think Bane was such a badass villain. Bane was such not giving it taking anything from Liam Neeson, but Liam Neeson was only in like twenty minutes of that movie total. Bane, like that whole storyline with Bane and taking over the city and everything and all that, it was far superior to uh Ra- Ra- Al Ghul, which is disappointing because Ra's Al Ghul in the Batman comic books is such a great villain by himself. So I don't think they did Ra's Al Ghul justice, so I got to give it to Dark Knight Rises Above Batman Begins. I actually agree with you, but there's an asterisk marks here. <clears throat> I personally enjoy The Dark Knight more than Batman Begins. But I've recently gone back and rewatched Batman Begins, and I feel like I like it better now than I did when it first came out. And as for The Dark Knight Rises, I enjoy it. I went and saw that in the theater. And they had the cool scene with the with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the yeah. thing. And I like Bane, too, just like you. But I've since gone back and rewatched that one. I feel like I don't like that as much as I originally did. So if you would have asked me a couple years ago, I probably would have given the same order as you. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins. You asking me today? I'm flipping Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises. I always wanted to know, not to interrupt you, but I always wanted to know in Dark Knight Rises when Bane releases all the villains from um, jail. I and thought Scarecrow did that in Batman Begins. No, he released the fear toxin. That was his. But thing. didn't he release crazy people from Arkham Asylum? Everybody got got crazy with the fear toxin. I don't think he. I don't think he did. Okay. That. I don't think he did that. Um. If no, what he his his mo was, he would take like like for example, remember the gangs the gang leader that got was in jail and uh, 
Scarecrow that he was his lawyer and shit like that. Yeah, and he the way he got him into being uh, transferred to Arkham Asylum was he hit him with the fear toxin. So he right. really did I know crazy, that. So I know that. But that I was thought, that was that was his mo. I thought when they put the fear toxin in the water, went through the whole city. <clears throat> I thought during that time, no, they like blew a hole in the side of Arkham no. and all the crazy people got out. No, no, every everybody, everybody, all the crazy people you saw, they were just normal people affected by the fear toxin. So that that that's what was going on there, but. Um, in but in anyway in Dark Knight Rises when Bane releases all the prisoners from jail and then Scarecrow has his own like court thing that he has where he brings all the police to trial and all the leaders into trial and stuff like that and they send him out to the lake. I always always wanted to know what they would have done if Heath Ledger had had not died. If he did not if Heath Ledger survived and he played got to play Joker again, what would that storyline have been? Because they would have had to have brought the Joker back into that third movie. I will always want to know what his Emma would have been in that movie. They should have, had they known then what they know now, they probably should have killed Joker off because <clears throat> you're not having Heath Ledger. Yeah. You know, remember how Jack Nicholson's Joker died in the original Tim Burton's yeah. 89 Batman where he fell off the roof <coughs> and the thing was laughing as he's laying there dead? It was almost, it could have been the same death when the Joker was falling off of the building. But the last minute, Batman shoots his batarang, and you know, remember and catches him and saves yeah, it's him. A claw. If he would have just let him go, it could have been the same death that we saw in '89 Batman, and you could have not killed off Harvey Dent, and you could have brought back Two Face, who I think got the shaft in that. Well, I think he knew he was only going to get three movies, and I think that's all he wanted. So rather than Nolan, yeah. So yeah. rather than keep villains around that weren't going to be that important. You bring the villains in and then you just kind of one-off them a little bit, kind of like with Harvey Dent and all this other bullshit. And I think it played well to the story that him being the Dark Knight and then Harvey Dent being the White Knight for Gotham. So it did play well with the They story. needed him to die to do yeah. part three. I get that. So, but I just they could have changed a little bit. It's just a pet peeve of mine. But anyway, your My simple. next one. My next one. Okay. I'm going to go with Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. <clears throat> Really interesting. Although I do enjoy Star Trek, the motion picture, I feel it was a longer episode of the original series. That's what the motion picture feels like to me. But Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, is my favorite Star Trek film. And let's be honest, Adam. You and I, we talked about it in the opening of this show. We're both Trekkies. We both love Star Trek. But I truly love Star Trek, the television series. The movies are kind of hit and miss, if you ask me. Do you agree? I recently went back and watched um, the one where they had Captain Picard and Kirk. Generations. Generations, yeah. It's my second favorite one. I recently went and rewatched that. I thought it was pretty enjoyable. The problem with those movies were... And I didn't realize this till I rewatched the problem with those movies where they took place during what we talked about, the DS9 Dominion War. Those, a lot of those movies took place during that, and there was a lot of references to that. Like, I've always wanted to know, like, during the Dominion War, where the fuck was the Enterprise? Like, why wasn't the Enterprise at the forefront of the Dominion what War? What are you He's talking about? Remember, the, remember DS9 Dominion yes, War? Yes, but the movies didn't take... They took place. A lot of the movies took place simultaneously. The ones with Kirk? The ones with... No, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the ones I watched, the uh, Next Generation ones. Oh. Because I talked about Generations. That's, those are the next generation movies. They're all together. They're in the same timeline. Yeah. What about the ones pre-Generations? No. Then... Like The Final Frontier. The Journey Home. No, those... The Search for Spock. Wrath of Khan. I, I liked Wrath of Khan, and then I liked this, the, the one where they went back in time. The Journey Home? Yeah. And With then... Saving the Whales? Yeah. I you just, liked I... that... Flaming I, I, Yeah, I enjoyed it. And that. I will say it was it was written and directed by Leonard Nimoy, one of my all time heroes. But it was a bad film. Yeah, I but I liked bad it. Film. I liked it. I didn't care. I, it, other, than I, that, other than that, to be honest with you, I didn't really watch the original ones that it much. It doesn't hold up. That's the problem with the journey home. They brought it into nineteen eighties San Francisco and it doesn't hold up. Uh, it's too bad. But I other other than those like two movies, like I think I saw Search for Spock like once and then like, beyond that, I didn't really watch the other ones because they were garbage fire. Like, the original one, what was the one where they, like, met God or whatever? Oh, it yeah, was, it was yeah. The, it was the omnipotent the being. Fu- 
uh, that tried to steal the Enterprise or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I was can't like, remember what it was called. I watched parts. I've, I've I watched, seen all of them. I watched parts of that movie. I was like, I don't want to watch that whole movie. I gotta be honest. I think the next generation movies are turds, except for well, generations. Here's the thing. Like next generation movies were like the TV show, and the original series movies were like that TV show. There was a lot of action in the original series. There was a lot of you know nonsense, and then next generation was like a lot of intellectual bullshit. And like a lot of, you know, path of trying to figure out who you are kind of bullshit going on in that show. So like it was basically like you took an episode and then you removed some of the magic and try to make like diplomacy. uh, uh, What's the word I want to look for? uh, Suspenseful. So like there was a whole sequence and like the beginning of Generations whenever Picard was like trying to negotiate like a, a like bringing in the, this other alien race into like the Federation or some bullshit like that, and it was like a whole series of ridiculous di- diplomatic bullshit that you got for like the first twenty minutes of that movie, and I'm like, I don't care that much, but it's okay. I mean, the whole thing. I like Generations. It <clears throat> might be my second favorite one, only because second favorite Star Trek movie or second favorite Star Next Trek movie. Star Trek movie in general. Okay. But you got to know that the Star Trek movies aren't very good, any of them. <coughs> the TV shows are good. The, the movies are not very good. Wrath of Khan is my favorite one, and that's why it's on my list. My second favorite one is Generations, but it's not good. I like it because it ties in the original series and the next generation. It's the bridge of the gap. It bridges the gap. You've got Kirk. You've got Picard. They're working together. Completely minds fucks you. Like, my dad and I have the alts. Like, we argue. Who's the better captain? I say Picard. He says Kirk. I say Picard. He says Kirk. Perk. They're together. They're together in this film. I guess I'd say my next pick would be T2, Judgment Day. Far superior to the original Terminator, in my opinion. Original Terminator started it all. Original Terminator was great. But let's be honest... We all wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator to be on the good side. We all wanted to see that Terminator be fighting for the good guys. Not to mention Terminator versus Terminator, the ultimate battle. Who doesn't want to see that either? Like a human fighting a Terminator, it's like, oh, you know, whatever. He's a giant robot. He'll probably kill the human. Which, spoilers, if you didn't know from the original Terminator, yeah, he does kill uh, what's-his-fuck. See, he's unimportant. We can't even remember his name. Uh, Kyle Reese. Kyrie's. Kyrie's, yeah, yeah. He, he kills Kyrie. Are you because, talking about Terminator Two? I'm talking about. I'm saying, in term in the Terminator, in, in the Terminator, yes. human versus Terminator is boring because Kyrie loses because he's human. But in T2, we get Terminator versus Terminator, the not, ultimate the ultimate battle. Not just fucking Terminator versus Terminator. You've got Arnold Schwarzenegger and the, and then you've got Robert Patrick who plays the T1000, the liquid metal yeah. Terminator. Fuck, how how cool was he? Dude, he was so, <laughs> so fucking badass. So badass I as know. that dude. Like, seriously. That's a great film. You took my next one, by the way. Did I? Terminator 2 was the next one on my list. Right. And I like the Terminator a lot. But the Terminator 2, God, such a fucking amazing film. And let's talk about how disappointing Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines was. Terminator 4, Salvation. And Terminator 5 Genesis, which I haven't even seen. Salvation was better than Rise of the Machines. It was better than Rise of the Machines. It wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. It was it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Like wasn't better than the Terminator, and it wasn't no. better than T2 no, Judgment but it, Day. But it was interesting to see like the future, to see like John Connor in the future fighting the machines, like not leading the resistance at the time because there was a political hierarchy or military hierarchy that like lived in a submarine underwater or some bullshit um but then when they got destroyed obviously he took over the resistance it was, it was interesting to see because it was like in the original terminator in t2 you know john connor's a leader of the resistance but then it's interesting interesting to see how he gets to that point where it's like well he just doesn't just I'm, like how does how is he the one why is he the one that leads the resistance just because he knows about the future like 
there's got to be some military hierarchy and it, it was i guess it was interesting to see like i think what they were trying to show is like well the reason why john connor took over is because he knows about the future he knows how things are supposed to play out and now that the military is like destroyed he's got to be the one that stands up and leads everybody you know so so uh, i just want to see the bone field i want to see the bone field. remember the original terminator when they had that the flash forward or whatever like i just want to see the bone field where you know just human skulls everywhere and the Terminator walking and, and, and sh- crushes the skull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I still haven't seen Genesis. Don't bother. But you've told me you, sh- it, you, sh- you should see it. You should watch so it. So here's yeah. what, here's the thing about Genesis. You watched it. You said it was horrible. And it's on like Hulu now too. When so. the first trailer came out and you saw Sarah Connor, motherfucking Daenerys Targaryen blow in that with her, and she says the calories come with me if you want. My head almost exploded. And then, yeah. they, then they released trailer number two, which might have ruined the entire film for me, where they had every spoiler yeah, imaginable, which you find out in the John trailer Connor. that John Connor is now a machine and he's the villain. And it's horrible. Fucking horrible. <laughs> Why they did, if they would have kept it at trailer number one, it still would have been a shit film. But I would have been fooled, and I would have spent money. But now they released trailer number two, and now I'm not even going to bother. I've seen it basically, and not to play this card, but they picked a goofy motherfucker to play to play John Connor in Genesis. After you pick Christian Bale to play John Connor in the previous one, you're going to pick somebody like that. Like I don't mean to play like uh, shallow like that, but can we get like a better looking guy to play John Connor if we're going to pick Christian Bale to but be wait, in Salvation? Wasn't John Connor a kid in that one? In Salvation? No, in Genesis. No, no, he, no. We're talking about the adult John Connor that sends back Kyle Reese. Yeah, that's Christian Bale. No, that's not. It's, Christian Bale's not in Genesis. I'm talking about Salvation. I, what I'm saying is, in Genesis we see John Connor. Oh, oh, oh! A flashback. No, no, no. In Genesis, we see John Connor, which supposedly the point when he sends Kyle Reese back, because remember in Salvation, he yeah. sees Kyle Reese as a kid. And then in the future, we go further on the future, which Genesis is when he sends Kyle Reese back. If we're going to pick somebody to play differently as John Connor, if you're going to pick Christian Bale, who's a good looking guy in Salvation, the guy they picked to play John Connor in Genesis was a goofy looking guy. I'm glad you're worried about the good, the good looking no, guy's just, looks. That's what really saying, gets like, your balls a little I'm just stroke. saying. It, it's unbelievable is what I'm saying. Can you at least pick somebody who kind of resembles Christian Bale a little bit? Somebody who's like at least, you know, chiseled or Do something? Do you remember? Like, here's a fun thing. Here's a fun thing to think about. Let this blow your mind. Do you remember the short-lived television series on Fox called Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles? I remember it never saw it. Though. Okay, I watched them all. It was shit. It had the hot chick from Firefly on it. Yeah. I like her. And... Do you know who played Sarah Connor? No. Cersei Lannister. No shit. And Daenerys Targaryen plays Cersei Lannister, or plays, excuse me, plays Sarah Connor in Genesis. So they have fucking Game of Thrones connection in Terminator. Say what? I didn't, re- I didn't put two and two together till recently when I thought about that horrible TV series, the Sarah Connor Chronicle. Forgot all about that show. And I was like, oh, you remember that show? Then I'm like, wait a minute, what's her tits played? Sarah. Tits? And I'm like, that's a fucking cool thing they did there. I like that little. Do you, do you know what blew my mind whenever I saw this commercial for Genesis? How the fuck is the timeline working now that you can travel back in time and time was normal, but now all of a sudden it's changed? Like... String theory, bro. New timeline. But it, it doesn't, but like, we don't, we don't know anything about time travel my... because everything, everything's a theory, but at the same time, what I'm saying is if, Time was changed in the past at the point Kyrie's got there, and I've said I've had this argument before. If time was already changed at that point, then time would have been changed in the future before he left for the past. Like it doesn't make any sense because his version of things that when Kyrie's goes there, John Connor tells his version of events and what he needs to know, but all of a sudden they're changed now, so they were changed for him too. All right, I know Stephen Hawking. We're having this conversation here, but it's 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 the thing that bothered me. They if they would have explained it been like oh you know time is rippling and it didn't get to your point in the future till like just now or whatever then i would have been like okay that's an explanation so you took my terminator 2 so i'm moving yes. on my next one is probably movies number four this is number four yeah okay 
I'm just keep, make sure we're on staying on track. I'm not. So my, I went up. So this is my number three. Well, number your number three would have been Terminator, right? Yeah. So, so then you were on your number two. two whatever. Pick so this num- is, pick number so four. So this whatever. is a film that you probably it's not really your cup of tea. So I don't know if you've seen any of these. There's three movies. It's a trilogy. I enjoy the first one. But the second one is amazing. So good. Better than the first. The third one's a big flaming turd. But I'm talking about D2, The Mighty Ducks. I still don't understand why you like D2 above the original. The original Mighty Ducks is great. The original Mighty Ducks is great. But D2, hello? You're introduced to new characters. They introduce the fucking Bash Brothers. They introduce Kenny Wu. Julie the Cat Gaffney, Dwayne Robertson, Russ Tyler. You're getting all these new players. Plus, you're competing as Team Motherfucking USA. And you are going up against Iceland with Gunnar Stahl and Wolf the Dentist Stanton. It is such a fucking great film. I, I get so hyped every time I would still. I'm 33 years old, and I watch the freaking Mighty Ducks 2, and I get so excited. I feel like a kid again. I want to lace up and get out there with the boys. It's such a great movie. The very first one, Emilio Estevez, it's great. It is. But the second one is even better, which pisses me off that Mighty Ducks 3 was so god-awful. First of all, Emilio Estevez is hardly in it. He's not their coach in the movie. He, like, makes a cameo appearance where he gives Joshua Jackson's character, Charlie Conway, he gives him a, a pat-on-the-butt pep talk type deal. But they go to, like, some prep school because now they're older. And they, they just fucking won the gold medal in the Junior Olympic Games. They beat Iceland. And then they go to... T- they can't even make the varsity team in the third one. Like, it's mind-boggling how bad the third one is and how good the second one is. Rant over. I apologize, but if you're a Mighty Ducks fan out there like me, you've got to agree. Mighty Ducks 2 is better than Mighty Ducks 1, but Mighty Ducks 3 is just a flaming turd. How do you feel about the Mighty Ducks cartoon? I enjoyed it. I did. When they, when they decided I mean, to anthropomorphize ducks and instead of using, like... The story from, like, the movies, they're like, we're just going to have, like, cartoon ducks, and they're going to be hockey players. It's completely unrelated to the films. It's Despite the fact that it's the same Alien name. anthropomorphic ducks come down, and they live on a planet where, like, hockey is a religion, and they, like, decide to form a team here on Earth, and, yeah, it's a really bad plot, but it's fun. As yeah, a, it's good. Nothing to do I mean, with the movie. As, as quite- a 12-year-old, I thought it was fun. I haven't watched it since then, but... <clears throat> okay, you're you're up. What's next for you? Uh, I guess my next pick would be Spider-Man Two, of the Tobey Maguire franchise of Spider-Man. Spider-Man One was a good introduction, but Spider-Man Two far superior to Spider-Man One in my opinion. Had one of the best villains in the Spider-Man universe, Doc Ock, who was not like the cartoon Doc Ock that you see in like the uh, 90s cartoon Spider-Man. He wasn't like full-on, full-blown villain. Like, there was a reason for his villainy. And even, there was even a redemption for him at the end. Like, he was a great character. And then there was just, it all around great movie. All around great movie. The only, the only thing I would say I hated about that movie was the scene with the subway when they carry him over on the, on their backs and, you know, bring him back in after he like passes out and they, he's got his mask off and shit like that. And there's that scene where it's like the kids like, don't worry, we won't tell, or we'll keep your secret, or something like that. There's all of like 50 people on that subway. Do you think everybody's gonna keep quiet about that shit? In, Other than that, though, in Donald Trump's America, if that would have happened, Peter Parker's mug would have been all over TMZ. It would have gone viral on Facebook Live. He would have been streaming on Periscope. It would have been a nightmare. Yeah, kiss your. Secret identity goodbye, Toby Maguire. Which by the way, Spider Man Homecoming's out now, so you I should know. you should go yeah. get it and watch it. And so is uh Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales. So really? I, I've got some movies to watch. I didn't know that was out. I didn't say that at Walmart. I went today I went to Walmart and I was looking at the new movie section. I was like, Oh, Homecoming, great. I agree with you on Spider Man too. Um I really don't like the Spider Man Toby Maguire series. No. I don't. They're not good. But three was a Dumpster fire. Three and a half. was. Th- we. Sh- I'm seeing a trend here. 
Three was a, a flaming shit, but emo I, emo Peter Parker. Great, that was a great great choice, guys. Has a fantastic choice. Toe for grace, and the and the, and the and the and the dance scene that was that was awesome too. Like we all love emo Peter Parker dancing. Yeah, no, yeah, that was bad. But uh, I do I do like Spider Man two <laughs> more than the original. So I agree with you on that one. The version of Doc Ock was badass too. The the four the four arms he had in the back of that was that was really fucking cool as shit. My next one, I think you'll agree with me. It's a little bit cliche. I'm gonna go with the Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars. I really like A New Hope. I do. I enjoy it. But the Empire Strikes Back, I like more. I do. I just uh, not to take anything away from any of the the trilogy, the only trilogy that matters. Because I also like Return of the Jedi, which I think you shit on me for liking that movie so much. But Return of the Jedi. You hate the Ewoks. You can't I get ju- past I just the Ewoks. Hate, I just hate the Ewoks. I, don't, I like the movie. I just hate okay. the Ewoks. Okay. Well, that's better then. We're, we're not going to hear me rant about it again, but it makes no sense. The Ewoks can take out the Stormtroopers, but it's fine. I mean, it doesn't it make doesn't, sense, but I don't think it's a deal breaker. A bunch, bunch of fucking teddy bears taking out Empire Strikes Back's amazing. You, you can't knock that, right? If that movie, if Disney did that today, where they had the... the the stormtroopers we have today being taken out by a bunch of teddy bears, people would fucking riot. Let's be honest. They would riot with the budget that Disney has today. So, Do you anyway. like Empire Strikes Back more than A New Hope? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Me too. All right. Back to you. Um, I thought about doing Empire Strikes Back, but everybody's heard us talk about Star Wars so many times before. We all know I love Empire Strikes. It's one of my favorite movies. Um... I guess I'd have to go. It was I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the X Men franchise, and it was a tie between X Men Two and Days of Future Past. I couldn't decide which one I wanted to pick first, but I went with Days of Future Past because it had not only the actors and the characters that we know and love from the previous franchise, but it incorporates the new actors that we know and love, the past versions of themselves. We got basically the best of both worlds, worlds with that movie. We got to see the X-Men in the future. We got to see like a future version of like, you know, the future version of our favorite mutants. We got to see the future of the Sentinels, the future of the way the world works. But then we also got to go back in time and see how it led up to that point. We got to see, you know, Jennifer Lawrence kicking ass as Mystique. And it was, it was great. Gosh, she's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I think I went with Days of Future Past over X-Men 2. I like Days of Future's Past. I do. But my favorite movie in the X-Men universe is X2. I really like X2 a lot. <laughs> I like it better than the original X-Men. I mean, the scene with Rogue hiding in Wolverine's truck when a really crappy... Sabretooth attacks him on the road somewhere like that. That wasn't very good. Yeah. X Men, that's the original X Men. X2 was awesome. I I liked that movie a lot. So I actually had that as one of my honorable mentions, Adam. Nothing nothing beats the suspense and the the storytelling of In Days of Future Past when somebody was giving a monologue. It was either Magneto. Or it was Xavier in the past. I think it might have been Xavier in the past when he's given the monologue to Mystique. Nothing beats while that monologue. I haven't seen the movie in a while. I could be completely wrong. I might be even thinking of this something else. But nothing beats that monologue while the monologue is going on. There's a scene where the mutants are trying to defend that temple against Sentinel attacks, and you're seeing mutants die left and right, and the emotion, and you're seeing you saw Storm get killed. You, you're seeing all these other, you know, mutants get killed as they're just doing everything they possibly can to defend while Wolverine is in the past. Like, mm-hmm. no, nothing beats the emotion of that scene. Not many things, at least. So, uh, I, I had a few honorable mentions. I, I have s- one more. You have one more? I have okay. one more. All right. Yeah. Um, this one was a hard one for me because there are three movies. It's a trilogy. But they're making a fourth one. I'm very excited for the fourth one because all three of them are good. One, two, and three are very good. 
But I had to search my soul and I had to pick a favorite. And I picked number two. And I'm talking about Toy Story. Really? Toy Story, yes. Three had was so full chock full of character and emotion. Three was very good, wasn't it? Yeah. Three was awesome, but I'm gonna go with Toy Story Two. I like Toy Story Two more than I like the original Toy Story. The original Toy Story is is spectacular in itself. If you think it's from like nineteen ninety seven and you can if you watch the computer animation of its day, if you see Andy, he looks bad. Compare him to how he looks in Toy Story 3, he looks okay. But he was a little rough in Toy Story 1. But I liked I liked that series. I can't wait for the fourth installment. Do you like the Toy Story films? Yeah, I, I enjoy them. Yeah. yeah, they're good, right? Yeah, but I don't think I've ever been to the theaters to see them, but yeah, they're they're enjoyable. Yeah, I don't think I have either. But but that's that's fine. They're like mm. they're a very good like rent rent rentable movie. Like I, I had to pick a favorite. Gun to my head, I'm picking <clears throat> Toy Story two. All right, fair enough. Um, That's my last one. So you, I just had a couple honorable mentions. Uh, I had Empire Strikes Back as just a regular honorable mention. I had Last Crusade as a, another honorable more mention. More than Raiders. Yes, you like last. I've said this before. the The dynamic of Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, a father and son dynamic. Uh, the no ticket joke just by itself is great. No ticket. Exactly. That that's that's great by itself too. I don't know, I I just enjoy it a lot more than Raiders. Uh, Gremlins two. Junior. I had Gremlins two. Gremlins two more than yeah. Gremlins one. Yeah, because it was fun. It was a lot more fun. There was a lot more Gremlins. They were doing like wacky, crazy things. It was fun. It was is that a- the one where they're in the movie theater and Hulk Hogan stands up? Or is that Gremlins three? I don't remember Gremlins three. Do you remember Hulk Hogan standing up in the movie theater? Think so. You gremlins! Up. <laughs> so I can't good. remember. I I think I, I think that rings up. a bell. It rings a bell. I haven't seen the gremlin <laughs> films any of them in ages. I need to rewatch, especially since it's Halloween season. Um, and the the other one I had was Evil Dead Two. Yeah, I Evil forgot about that. Ooh, yeah, that might go on my list. Like I, I, I was thinking about the Evil Dead franchise, and I was like. Evil Dead One was good, but Evil Dead Two was like really good. Yeah, I think I would do. I think I would add that to my list. I forgot about that. Evil Dead Two I like more than the Evil Dead. And then Army of Darkness is just silly, but I still haven't seen Army of Darkness. The only way I can watch is like I go buy it, but I'm not gonna go buy it. So, like I'd I'd love it to be on like Netflix or Hulu or something, but it's not. So can't do anything about that. So that's it. Those are our films. You didn't have any honorable mentions. No. Really? Yeah, my honorable mention was Toy Story, actually, because you took Terminator 2, so I just plugged it in. But that's relevant. I, I, there's really no order to it. But anyway, those are our films that Adam and I say the sequels are more enjoyable than the original. If you'd like to give us your list of films that you think the sequels are better or you like them more... You can send us an email to foryourdistraction at gmail.com. You can tweet us at podcastfyd, or you can send us a comment on Facebook. Just search for For Your Distraction and like us on there. So I watched, uh, we're almost out of time, but I watched uh, two movies. Well, no, I watched one and a half movies. Uh, I saw on Netflix... Try to find my IMDb real quick. I saw on Netflix there was a movie uh, called The Babysitter. I think is what it's called. Let me hang on, let me let me see if I can find it on IMDb. It was like apparently it was like a trending now movie or whatever. Like it just came out. Um, okay, yeah, it was called The Babysitter. It's like this new horror movie that just came out, like Netflix original, and it was starring like a bunch of people. One in particular is this girl named Bella Thorne. She was on like. Disney, I think it was one of Thorne. one of the Disney or Nickelodeon shows or whatever. She's playing like a slutty cheerleader or some shit like that. Um, but I saw it on there. I was like, okay, um, there's a hot cheerleader on the cover. I will check this movie out and see what's going on. So I start watching it. But I was on Netflix, so I'm like, I'm just gonna skip around and just kind of like bin like 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 summary it. You know, you were I mean? looking for her taking her shirt off. No, I was more like looking just to get to like the action and. Going, the action, right? Look, in these horror movies, 
when you get to any point, whether it's sex or the actual horror part of the movies, it takes like 20 minutes to get to anything, 20 or 30 minutes before anything actually happens. Everything else before that is like pandering storytelling BS that I don't care so about. So you don't care about the plot. You want murder and sex. No, I want. I, I care about the plot, but I want to get into the plot. I don't care about the lead up to the plot. You know what I mean? Like, for example, Cabin in the Woods. It's a great movie. I like that movie. It's a movie. fantastic movie. I don't give a shit about the lead-up to the movie. I don't give a shit about the lead-up of them meeting each other and the stoner driving up and he's got the little bong that turns into like a coffee mug. It's character and, development. I don't give a shit. Give me get, character develop. A character develop in like 10 minutes. Don't take 30 minutes of character develop. Like just get me into the movie. Like that's what I, that's what I, that's what I enjoyed about it because it just kind of got you in the movie but the character development was also really good in that movie. So you more saw often it. Than not, Speaking of it, the one boy is uh, the kid from Stranger Things in it. As he is, he's he's a he, he's pretty he's great, isn't he? Fa- he was hilarious in that movie. He's too. pretty great they in Stranger gave, Things. He was he he's great in Stranger Things, but he was great in this movie. He was the raunchy kid that would uh, cuss all the time and said all the funny shit. I want and, him in. Like he's a great if you're a character. studio producer, we we gotta look up his name. You know, you look it up. I got two MDBs open. I can't do that. Wait, uh, wait a sec. Wait a sec. Okay. All right. I found him. If this doesn't make him any more fucking cooler, are you ready for his name? His name is Finn Wolfhard. I kid you fucking not. Finn Wolfhard. He's not allowed to be that cool and have that name. Like, this kid's fucking bomb. If you're a studio producer listening to this podcast right now, cast him. Cast him in fucking everything. He can't be that cool and have that name. That's got to be like a stage name. It's got to be. Come on. I want to be his friend. I don't care how much younger he is. I want to hang out with Finn Wolfhard. I have a hard on for Finn Wolfhard. He's like 12, but okay. Is he? He's he's young. Sometimes they play younger. He looks young. He looks young as shit. He's 14. Uh, oh, God, I was two years off. Well, he's pretty amazing. So. <laughs> he is. He's great. Um, but anyway, yeah, like I was, I, I was skipping through this movie just trying to get to like, by the way, it's not a great movie. Babysitter is not a good movie. The writing is fucking is really bad. I don't know if that's what they were going for. Does like, Bella Thorne ever take her gear down, gear off? No, she doesn't. But like, she's wearing like a skimpy cheerleader outfit, so that's kind of enough, I guess. But um, yeah, like it, it's 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 got a lot of really bad acting. There's like one black guy in it, and he's like stereotypical black kid. And like, there's a jock guy, and he's like stereotypical jock guy. Bella Thorne's like cheerleader, stereotypical cheerleader. You know, things like that. But it centers around, like, this one girl who's, like, a babysitter. And she's babysitting this kid. And, but apparently she's, like, a sa- a Satanist or something like that. Like, she does, like, human sacrifice to do, like, rituals and shit. And it centers around, like, the kid witnessing a human sacrifice. And all these other characters, like Belthor and all the other uh, people from school, like, being a part of it so they can, you know, make a deal with the devil to make their dreams come true. And then the kid sees it. And it's, like... It centers around that kind of bullshit. Um, if you want to watch it, it's fine. It's not a great movie. I skipped around in it. Um, but the reason why I brought that movie up was Netflix does this thing whenever you're watching it on their app where it gives you movies related to that. And there was one movie that I saw related to that called Gerald's Game. And Gerald's Game is a Stephen King, I guess, based off a of Stephen King movie. Oh, I know the book. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, starring... Uh, bu- 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 what's his name? Uh, Bruce Greenwood. Remember him? He was uh, he played uh William Pike in Star Trek, the the new Star Trek series. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. Star Trek movies. I read this. I think I, is this a, this is a short story. I think Gerald's Game is a short story from Nightmares and Dreamscapes or Americans Graffiti. Something like that. And, I, and, I just know it's a Stephen. Is King it the base. one? Is it the one where the hu- the husband is like doing bondage and yeah. he like has a heart attack and dies? Yeah. yeah. And she's like chained to the bed while his body decomposes. Yeah, her the actress that's name is fucked. The actress name is Carla Gugino. That's that's who plays uh, Jesse. Okay. She's she's the wife, and um, Bruce Greenwood plays Bruce, who is the or Jared. I mean, who's yeah. the husband? Um. Yeah, it's. I watched that movie, and I was gonna skip around through that movie too, just kind of like see how it was. I ended up watching the whole thing. It's actually a really. It's like a two-hour movie or some shit like that, but it's actually like really good because it starts off like within like the first fifteen minutes, fifteen twenty minutes. Uh, like that whole sequence happens where they try bondage. She doesn't like it, and 
you know, they, they have like a, not like a, like a pseudo fight, I guess you would say, like, kind of like, whatever happened was like, why aren't we, you know, yeah. good enough for each other kind of thing. He has a heart attack and dies. And she's stuck there, chained to the fucking bed, just handcuffed right to the bed, like, just arms out like that. Like, and it's, she has like a, not really a nervous breakdown, but she goes a little psychotic where she's seeing things. And it's like her own mind playing tricks on her. Like, she sees the vision of her husband uh, just talking to her, but it's her, it's part of her mind trying to keep her sane, trying to work through what's going on. And then she sees another vision of herself talking to her as well, like another part of her brain trying to keep things rationalized, trying to, you know, fight and try to survive and stuff like that. And it's this weird sequence of events. And it's, it's like a psychological thriller and it's really good though. Yeah. No, I'm familiar with the story. I really enjoy Stephen King and his writing, except for one thing. It's too fucking long. His books are like like Harry Potter stacked on top of the Bible. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking long. So when I read... I haven't read Stephen King in a long time, but I used to read some of his short stories. I can get through those. So, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to have to watch that. Is it on Netflix? Yes, it's on Netflix. Okay. Take a look at it. Um, Good show, sir. Great show. You were much more... Easy going this Well, time, it's just yeah. you and me chit chatting. You yeah. know, we're, we're not Two having guys. a party. Two bros. Two broskies, not really partying it up, you know. We're no one realized that. that we were both completely naked for the entire show. So, well, it's the beauty of podcasting. When, when, when you put wieners in front of your face, you're calm. You're like, you're okay. I know. Yeah, so I, just, I just can't help all it. All I had to do. I can't help it. Whip it out. So, Scott. Yes, sir. And all the audience, if you want to get a hold of For Distraction, Email us for distraction at gmail.com. Head over to our Facebook and Twitter for distraction at podcast FYD for all you Twitter users. We are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Search for distraction. Rate us, like us, leave us a comment, share us with your friends. The only way we're going to grow is if you help us grow. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. I actually don't know if the website itself is up anymore. You can uh, check our uh, Google search b r e e l network dot com to see if it is. But we, I don't know if they actually. It may be still up. I can't. I can't remember. But I do know the best place you can find us if you want to be part of the B Real Network is you head over to the Movie Guys uh, podcast on Podbean. Search on Podbean Movie Guys podcast, and the network episodes are up on there. If you're having a hard time finding us anywhere else. Um, once again, that is on podbean.com. Search Movie Guys Podcast. We got a lot of great shows on there. Let's give a shout out to the beer of the show. Beer of the show. The Hibernation Ale from the Great Divide Brewing Company. Thank you guys for the beer of the show, plus our wine of the show, the Sweet Walter Red Wine from the Bully Hill Vineyard. Bully. Bully, sir. So we got our 100th episode right around the corner. It is. So for those of you who have any ideas, comments, suggestions, questions, get a hold of us on social media or send us an email. Let us know what you want us to do special for our 100th episode. Also, let us know what movies, sequels, you think are better than the original. And we will read them on the air. Well, that about does it, Adam. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You, you know, didn't you didn't drink the entire bottle of wine. I'm proud of me too. Not for that, I'm just proud of me in general.